The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about three pretty much random suits, one from a video game and two from spin-off things. They're all you see, but they're all not relevant to anything. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. What about the Gundam Mark VI? I'm Six Detmar. Uh, I'm Dylan. That doesn't exist yet, actually. I don't know. Just, they haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah. If you Google it, people, it just gives you the wound, or not the wound, the, uh, the mud rock. I don't know why I said wound, the mud rock. And it's like, no, you misunderstand. That's that's the, the, that's that the is unit the unit six. six. Yeah, that's, that's a little different. Mar- Mark and unit aren't the same. Unless you're an Evangelion, in which case they just randomly start throwing Mark on some of the names for the later Avas rather than mm-hmm. unit, and whatever, I don't care. Anyway, uh, what are we rolling this week, six? Oh, I found a... Okay, I found a Gundam Mark VI. Oh, this is clearly from Breaker 3. Okay. This is fine. I think this is a... I don't know these parts as well, but this looks like Uh, it has an age pack, I think, on it. Link it to me. Link it to me. I I can identify all the parts. find you in my DMs. Where the fuck are you? Mm. Okay, it's just been a little while since I DM'd you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no I, I sent you a random DM of a okay. PC Engine game right, and you didn't respond right. to me. So the head is the um, beginning Gundam 30, or, uh, sorry, beginning 30. Um, the torso is the Jesta torso. The legs oh, yeah. are Sandrock Kai, or Sandrock EW legs, sorry. Um, the arms are... Uh, the Pale Rider arms, I believe, and what they, given, like, the, th- oh, no, 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 sorry, these are the, um, these are the H2 double bullet arms, I'm dummy, I, I somehow ignored the giant cannons, uh, those missile yeah, pods the was, yeah. are, are the builder's parts that, uh, come from the dual assault shroud, it's using the Gundam Mark II shield, I cannot see what backpack is using, it has what appears to be a slight tail, uh, given the location of that, I could see it being, uh, I don't know, maybe the Stark Jigen, like, those are the, that's like, because you can see a little bit of a thruster binder on the back there. Mm-hmm. Um, the beam rifle is the F-91 beam rifle. Um, but by correctly, I correctly identified the double bullet thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the cool. H-2 double bullet for the arms. Uh, for and initially the shape I was staring too much at the shape of the shoulder there, and I'm like, wait, is that pale rider kind of? Because you know, if you look at the uh, it's less detailed than the pale rider shoulder, but if you look at the general shape of it, um, you 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 might be able to see how I got there uh at a, at an initial glance. Because here you go, um, you see you see what I mean with the shoulder shape, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then I somehow missed the giant two binders of guns there because I was too busy fixating on one single little part, which... I was assuming you know, they were part of the backpack, but... No, no, no. They're the uh, H2 double bullet. Um, the H2 double bullet, which is uh, this, this, this friend. Uh, the the uh, less cool-looking arms for the H2 IMO. You don't like bullets, I guess. I just think the H2's regular arms with the uh, four-pointy binders are really cool. Anyway, Six, what are we rolling this week? Well, we're going to roll a uh, listener request. Okay, let's do it. I need to get some, like, some, some... Yeah, I need to get some, like, music to play for suspense while we're while we're rolling or something. I don't know. First half. First half. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, no, sorry. This... Oh. We already covered... Okay. Oh, no. I got... Was there a request that we happen to cover without it being a request? I, I don't recall. It was it was long enough ago. It might have even been a request that I just forgot to remove from the list. So uh, I'm just which one I'm was just, it? It was the turn X. Um. Yes, that one. I think we did roll as a request. So okay. So I'm I'm moved it up. Rerolling. Okay. Ms nineteen. Uh, Ms nineteen. Like wait for uh. Uh, MS-19, is that... That's not the Dolmel, is it? It's the Dolmel. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, it helps because, well, you know, uh, the the thing about the Dolmel, looking it up real quick, there we are, uh, the Dolmel, uh, was recently added to GBO2, like, within the past month. It'll be on PC GBO2 in four more weeks, for those who are playing PC. Right. Uh, given that PC, at least for me, has stabilized, uh, you know, the the launch was kind of a disaster, but it, now it just works, and I've gotten, like, over 100 matches in, and I'm just playing it a lot now. Though I'm stuck in that weird place of, I know enough people on PC that are playing it that I don't want to rank up too much, or else I won't be able to, like, join Play with them. them anymore. I won't yeah. be able to join them, and it's... Like, uh, but I want to rank up because that's just my impulse while playing a game like that is to rank up. Anyway. So, the Dolmel is a machine originally from Mobile Suit Gundam EX Review, which is a fighting game. Yeah, it's a fighting game. Uh, I don't know who made that one. Let me look. Uh, if that uh was... that's Alumer. Alumer. Which I've, I've never heard of. Yeah. Alumer, um, uh, what else have they done? Blandia, Great Swordsman. Uh, they did the original Mobile Suit Gundam fighting game as well, which is basically X X Review is the same game with more stuff going on. I see. Sure. Um, not very much stuff, honestly. Um, X Review's fine. Uh, I I actually played through that. Um, I I have some pictures I can share from that uh, that are not on the wiki, so I will throw those your way at some point um the dolmel appropriate for our fighting game is a bit of a weird machine in terms of its armament because it was an original machine 
made for a fighting game and it certainly feels like it was made for a fighting game um so let's go over the initial design and then i'll go more over the other parts of it um though i need to fact check something a little weird right now snes dimension uh what year does cross dimension 0079 come out because the wiki has a quote-unquote fact and oh no okay maybe the wiki's right cross dimension is 1995 so uh because it says that the dolmel was the first game original mobile suit and i was like i don't know if that's entirely true but uh the first other one i could think of was like the pixie and the efreet uh which are in cross dimension but cross dimension's a year later so okay maybe maybe this is in fact true also this thing's cooler than the pixie uh yeah uh, maybe not cooler than the Efreet, but i don't know this thing's pretty cool though um cool. I, I like this machine um so going over the design uh i'm curious if that art on the wiki i will say i don't know if that's the art on the wiki being that different design there i'm wondering who did that art because i assume it's the katana art right possibly um I just think that, like, if you look at, like, the feet and whatnot, there's a bit of sketchiness going on in the art that I'm not used to seeing. Hmm. So, I'm... I mean, if you go down curious. to the picture gallery, you can see the art that looks more like it's the fighting game one. Yeah. Um, let me see something. Does MHQ use, uh... MHQ just uses, like, the one black and white line art. I'm just wondering if this is a case where the wiki might be using fan art. Just hmm. because, again, like, like while the art that is on the main page there is good, um, if you look at parts of it, like the feet and whatnot, it looks sketchy in a way that I don't even associate necessarily with, um, it, with like Katana's designs, because like you know, from Katana, our mobile, because this shows up in that, our mobile suits like the, uh, uh the Striker Custom, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you look at the Striker Custom, the Striker Custom has line art that is a lot more clean i guess uh it's less sketchy overall so that's why i'm like curious whether this dolmel is i, I i'm i don't yeah, know it's unusual for for like pro like professional art to be this sketchy looking to not have some cleanup done to yeah i'm just these things i and like i said this is like an obscure enough mobile suit that i could totally see uh I could totally see um, it being used. Well, and it doesn't help that when I look at reverse image search it, I will say that most of the results here... Well, let's see. Alright, I'm going through. Well, this art is widespread enough that maybe it is official art. I just don't know who did it. That's the other thing, is I just don't know who handled this art. Um, But, alright... Uh, I'm, I mean, they're basically similar enough designs that it doesn't matter. I just wanted to mention that because I felt nervous about it because not, not that it matters to us, but you know what I mean? I just don't like when wikis have fan art. I am, I am a weirdo like this, I guess. Uh, but anyway, the Dolmel, uh, starting with the head. So the Dolmel is a Xeon unit. Um, we have a mono eye head that does have a some unique features going on namely um it has a white pseudo v fin kind of uh on the forehead 
Uh, above that, it has a Mohawk camera, kind of like, you know, a Gundam would have. Uh, though, on top of the Mohawk camera, we have a horn. Um, a pretty big one. Um, ends in a rather sharp point. Um, then we have a mono-eye. Uh, we do have two little, like, grayish, like, blocks at the end of the cheek. Uh, the, they almost look are... kind of like uh, a, uh, fucking uh, after colony ish, like yeah, like Leo kind of thing. Yeah, especially in that uh, the other art. If you look at like the Okawara art, they look a bit more just like normal like vents. But the uh, secondary art on the wiki does have that um, that feel of being like a Leo or something. Um, and then it has like a little mouth uh, hole, square mouth hole that kind of resembles like you know the mouth on a. Uh, Zaku. Um, oh yeah, I'm looking at the GBO two one, and they're they much look more like just events. Yeah. Um. And then for the torso, we have a very beefy torso. Um. Very uh, on either side of the head, we have these really tall little like collar areas. Uh, these are not. These are not anything. That's the thing that I think is funny, is that these look like they would, like, open or, like, be missile launchers or something. These are not anything. These are just really mm-hmm. tall, armored collar pieces that look like they have latches on them. Um, but where it does have a thing on the chest is, so when you look at the midsection, so the chest itself almost looks like you took a Zaku chest and, like, kind of inflated it a little, like... Like, like if, especially, like, when you look at the shape of the front armor, like, it's got, like, in the front middle, it's got, like, a T-shaped bit of armor that's sticking out, which is similar to, like, you know, the Zaku, too, has that on the chest, like, a T-shaped bit of armor. But, mm-hmm. again, it's just, like, the shapes are weird here, because they, it, it, it goes forward a decent bit. It's, 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 it's point, it has a pointy chest on either pectoral area, uh, on the bottom side, you can see the actual missile launchers. It has, it does have like, uh, five little ports, uh, in the chest that are, uh, for the missiles. Um, it also has a big thruster, like on the side of the torso under, uh, like under where the arm is connected on either side. Um, I uh, should mention the colors on this are mostly red with a little bit of white detail and then uh, a lot of gray for, like, inner pieces or for, like, the thrusters and the lower torso is red. Uh, the, you know, like, the joints on the arms we'll talk about. Um, speaking of which, so let's move on to the arms. For the arms, we have really big shoulders. Uh, these shoulders are pretty neat. They have, like, a... Uh, on the front and back, they have, like, a tube going through, and I guess the tube would maybe be for energy transfer, because, so this has three large shoulder spikes. All of them are outward, uh, as opposed to, like, you know, like, some of the suits where you'll tend to have them, like, all around the shoulder armor. These are only, all three are facing out. Uh, these are also able to be heated up at, uh, mm-hmm. to very high temperature. These are the heat piles on the shoulder. Kind of its iconic weapon. Yeah. And, uh... So these are on the shoulder. Oh, um, uh, we'll we'll cover it later. I actually realized we didn't say whose request this was. You're right. Uh, this was uh, another request from TVGG. Got a couple here now. Okay, cool. Uh, apologies. Uh, just I was they like... they also requested the the D Gundam first. So mm. two in a row. Oh wow, lucky. 
Um, but yeah. Uh, hang on. Yeah? The armaments list shoulder missile pods. Uh, Is this Gundam Wiki being Gundam Wiki? Uh, the shoulder missile pods, I don't... Okay, so in the game, I don't recall there being missiles. And, I mean, I don't it know where those missiles... doesn't have them in GBO2 either. I was going to say, I don't know where these missiles would be located because... Uh, I mean, those big white boxes are the obvious pick. Oh, actually, you know what makes that suspect, uh, that art more suspect at the top also, I just realized? If you look in the picture gallery at the bottom in the references section for Katana, they just use the Okawara art down there. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious as to the source of the initial art on the page. Anyway, um, but moving on for the arm, uh, we have a pretty standard Okawara, you know, upper arm there. It's just the bicep is rounded, um, you know, has room for a joint. Uh, for the lower arms, these are kind of big, uh, neat shape to them. Uh, they're, they're kind of just like exaggerated, almost like Zaku arms. Uh, but where they get weird is when you start getting towards the wrist, uh, there is a large wrist cuff that goes around the wrist and around part of the outer armor. And these have, uh, two big, uh, beam emitters sticking out of them. Uh, and these would be, um, these are... <laughs> These are called multi-launchers. These are not normal multi-launchers. These are beam guns that are also beam sabers. Um, this is like a Zeta-style beam gun beam saber thing. It's very funny that they're called multi-launchers because generally we have a very different idea of what a multi-launcher is in Gundam. Usually that's like something that has like multiple types of ballistics in it, like a grenade launcher and like a smoke discharger or something. So mm-hmm. no, this is a beam. These are beam sabers that can also fire like short-range beam guns. Uh... Pretty standard hands at the end of the uh, the arm. Uh, moving on to the waist. Uh, for the waist, uh, large crotch piece. It's got, you know, your standard setup where you've got, like, a top section that's separated from the rest of it. Uh, that's, like, a little bump of armor. you got two front skirts. These are rather large. Uh, rounded shape. A little bit of detail on them. Not, like, any function, really. But you do have, like, a cut in the top of the skirt armor. And then on the bottom, you have a big, like vent or like scoop of some sort uh the side skirts are pretty standard side skirts uh though they cover a lot of the leg um these feel very like okawara in this era actually given that this is 94 uh the because they kind of remind me of like some of the side skirts in like after colony and stuff but they're just bigger (laughs) than usual uh they because they do cover most of the you know most of the thigh um Mm -hmm. They do have a little bit of detail in that they have these, like, little vents in them, uh, but otherwise, simple, rounded shape. Uh, then you have, um, the rear skirt, uh, I don't actually know what the rear skirt looks like. Uh, going off the art, uh, that is at the, at the top of the wiki, they go with a flat rear skirt, just, you know, very simple one, uh, which is probably the case, because, yeah, uh, we just don't get a lot of good rear shots of this uh, on the wiki, but um, mm-hmm. then going to the legs, um, we've got thighs that are gray. Um, the 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 actually I realized the color layout on this reminds me of some of uh especially it reminds me of like the Vignagina and stuff, the Vignagina two specifically, and like some of the other like F ninety and Silhouette Formula ninety one stuff. Uh, sure, just this sure. like this gray, red, and white, uh, which is just interesting. Um, 
But the thigh, nothing too crazy going on. Does have a cut for the joint that you can see, um, you know, at the very bottom middle of the thigh. Uh, then you've got for the knees. Uh, you you do have like a pretty distinct knee piece uh, at the top of the uh, calf armor. Um, just very much around. It's around. It goes around the joint. Um, you know, on the top of the calf armor, uh, all the way to the back. Like it runs from front to back completely. Um, does have like a little circular separate part on the top of the knee though these don't I don't think have any function uh, the rest of the leg though just kind of a beefy Xeon leg uh, going on like it's you know got that same rounded shape that you would expect uh, where it does get a little weird is it does have ankle guards kind of built into the bottom of the calf it's weird they aren't like Gundam ankle guards they're just really big like ones that are attached to the calf um, it's close to the Tolgi style right of like it built into the bottom of the pant leg but then the <clears throat> but then this also bigger. has like it's bigger and it has little verniers built into it like like the skirt of a dom yeah um and then where it also has oh some weird things going on we have some very tall feet um the foot has like the zaku style ankle armor on it as well like you have that little like you know gray piece on the top of the foot there that's like you know kind of like on like a lot of Zeon feet, uh, but, like, Zaku feet are where my brain goes. Um, has two tubes in the feet as well, like, on either side of the foot, uh, going into the calf. Um, as you move on, you've got a little plate of armor on the top of the foot. You've got some really big, um, soles of the shoes going on. And then the front middle of the, uh, foot, you've got, um, large emitters, uh, just to say, we have the large toe beams, which is what they are in mm -hmm. fact called. Um, then uh, for the backpack on this unit, um, weird backpack. Uh, it's got a. Uh, the backpack is interesting. The backpack actually does remind me of like something from 0080, right? Because what it is is a single large thruster in the middle, a couple of like little like maneuvering verniers around it. Uh, but, like, the main part of it is, like, the big square in the middle with, um, you know, a single thruster sticking out the back uh, at an angle. It does have, on the art on the wiki there, a, like, scoop that, you know, uh, goes along the bottom. Uh, I, I then it has two large propellant tanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing that's weird to me is looking at this design, it's like you see... I, I think that central middle vernier kind of reminds me of, like, the, the Zuda, right? And then you have these two upper, like, thruster arrays, like little vented thruster arrays that feel very, like, um, um, like, they feel very Federation, but like, like, you know, Jim 3 kind of like Federation era, right? Mm -hmm. Like this, like, um, Grips Conflict. And then also I think you get Grips, grips Conflict from the, from the style of the, um, Fuck, what is with my brain today? The propellant? Yes, from the propellant tanks, but they look Titan style. Oh, interesting. See, you know where my brain went for these propellant tanks was actually, uh, I went Gilgoo Jaeger. Um, sure, sure. They it... do also look Titania, but Titania is, is so much later that I didn't even think referencing it made mm -hmm. any sense. It's just oh, the shape right. of them kind of right. reminds me because, you know, they've got that more square shape. Uh, a bit more exaggerated, obviously, uh, than and yeah. bigger than the uh, Jaegers, but that's where my mind went. 
No, you're um, right. And if there is, if there is, insp- if it does evoke Titans designs, it's because uh, guess who went on to work for the Titans? You know. Um. Yeah. Uh. Then we. So this suit though. Uh. Is yeah. It is a mobile suit designed near the end of the one year war. Developed in secret at a Boku. Uh. <laughs> Basically, has a large number of thrusters and vernier, so it moves really fast, and is basically all built-in weapons. Uh, the built-in weapons, so let's go over the armaments list. Yeah, the multi-launchers I mentioned on the forearms, those are beam sabers that also can work as beam guns. Uh, these mentioned shoulder missile pod, I am calling bullshit on that. For, to the MAHQ does also. I... Mm. I want to know where the missile is on the shoulder. I... I... Because I, I played X-Review, and I don't remember there being shoulder missiles. And I will note, I guess I already did note, but just to say it again, uh, GBO2 does not give them. Yeah. It has the chest missiles, but does not have shoulder missiles in GBO2. Uh, yeah, it does have the small missile pods, which are built into the lower chest. Uh, it has the heat pile, which is the shoulder. Uh, it does a big shoulder check with them. Um, actually, if you're looking on the wiki in the references section, we have one of the magazine's uh, game MSV art. Uh, I can't remember what the... Um, uh, what the magazine this comes from is, but the game's MSV art actually has some very fun art of uh, the uh, Dolmel uh, annihilating a gym with the uh, heat pile there, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it has the tow beam, and what the tow beam is is uh, it does you you know um uh M Bison's like little slide kick. It's yes. M Bison's slide kick with a tow beam. Oh, is what okay. the actual attack is in the game. Uh, and it, it, it rules. Um, it does keep that in GBO, which makes me happy. This unit is unfortunate in GBO because it actually is kind of fragile. And uh, it, it's kind of a gimmick unit. Uh, but it, it's fun. And I really want it in GBO too. But anyway, um, this game is... Or this uh, this game. This suit is a fun one though. It is very clearly designed for a fighting game, right? Like... Is a design philosophy on this suit that really feels weird for anything like One Year War, but I get like why they made it the way they did because they really wanted to make something for a video game that you know was unique, and I mean it is yeah. right. A lot of people like this design. Imagine, if you will, being an engineer on Ab- Abaoku in the last days of Zeon. You're going to the lunchroom, and you're like, there are all these clicks of, like, 30 different secret projects, and no one can talk to each other. <laughs> Lamel. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, though, right? Like, it is, it's a, it's a weird one. Um. This is, okay, so if you look also, you'll notice something in the video game one, actually, uh, in the picture gallery. It's two-player colors are blue and yellow. This will come mm-hmm. up again in a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, before we move on to variants, because this does have several variants, uh, I will share some screenshots of the game. Uh, first of all, uh, my favorite screenshot of the game. Uh, I, I love all the very angry arc. The arcade notices uh, at the beginning of arcade games are very like strict feeling in a way that I think is very funny. I I would really hate to be subject to severe penalties. Yeah. Uh, here's the Dolmel's uh, character selection art, which is cool because its arms are crossed and it has the blades ignited on the wrist. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if we can find some uh, in-game pictures. Uh, here's like me doing the heat pile in-game. Because this is just like an actual like fighting game ass fighting game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Morpheus. I'm sorry. Uh, oh man, that was the line I was gonna use for the ending, but now I can't. Lamau. Look Zion. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then uh, here's like one of the little cutscenes in the middle of the game. Uh, where you have the pilot. Um, I'm just, what's her name? Ramuiko Stein. Uh, looking at it here. Uh. Uh-huh. And then, um, let's see. Here's the, uh, oh, by the way, the win pose, which is important because in GBO2, when you win, uh, win a match, this is its victory pose also. It does the standing nice. proud thing, which I think is very, I, I just like that they reference that. Wait, why is it so aggressive about for use in Japan only when this game is in English? Uh, yeah, I don't know. This game is in English, though, which is very odd. Uh, Weird. here, here's another, um, little screenshot of it in the hangar there. Um, I think she's... I, I want to believe she's talking to our good friend Linguini. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's... This is at Abo Aku, right? And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Linguini's wearing a lot of hats around there. Um, now, you say it's in English. I will say, uh, please read, like, these lines. This doesn't, unfortunately, have, like, much of the dolmel here. Uh, it is, uh... These are some lines, though. I mean, listen, if it's, as far as just, like, clumsy translation, this isn't that bad. The power of the mobile suits of the enemy is only to that extent. This is ridiculously absurd. Okay, look at the second one, though. To the utmost, until the end, keep on winning is good. I agree. I mean, yes, I agree, too, but nevertheless. <laughs> Robico had things figured out. <laughs> uh, let me see if I have, um... I'm trying to see if I have a picture. I Did I not ever take a picture of it doing the toe beam? I don't think I did. I basically used the heat pile the whole time I used it. Oh, uh, here, though. We have a couple more uh, cool, like, you know, in-between stage CGs of it. So that's fun. Um. Oh, oh, sorry. One more line of the game. This is when I lost the battle to Char later on. Also, this looks like a shitpost Char, like this MS Paint-ass Char there. <laughs> The fact that a new type has entered the system and become my enemy and, and becomes my enemy is not, not even, even funny. funny. <laughs> it's a good line. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I like this machine quite a bit. Um, and apparently, so does the guy from Katana. Uh, oh wait, actually, sorry, one more. This is the uh, lost screen because it's got the Street Fighter Two like you know style oh, lost yeah. screen. Yeah, like smashed. That's cool looking. Yeah, no, I, 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 I it's do... still trying to cross its arms. <laughs> yeah, it's still trying to cross its arms, but uh, it's not going good for him. Uh. Oh, also, sorry, one more uh, version of a classic line. I'm different from Zaku. Really different. <laughs> Thanks, Rambo Al. Uh, pretty fun game, actually. I, I enjoyed, uh, my little, like, run of it I did. The game, uh, like all arcade fighters, gets exponentially difficult as you play. Mm-hmm. Um. Alright, so, one of the variants mentioned here is the Dolmo, uh, the, the wiki goes with Dohet, uh, the, uh, uh, um, MHQ, uh, goes with Domel Do, I believe. I believe these are the same machine, because these are the Katana ones. Um, and you can see it, this one's very much in the katana art style. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
all it is is in the two it's a dolmel in the two player colors um it does have a couple of other little design differences uh if you look at the shoulders, uh, the spikes are now, rather than being arranged vertically, they are actually arranged more like, kind of, like, they're horizontal, which is more standard Xeon style. That's the only real notable change. A lot of it otherwise is just kind of proportioning and artwork stuff. I mean, there's also oh, the... It, does, it the is sh- holding beam sabers. It is holding beam sabers. You don't see the multi-launchers on it at all, in fact. Yeah. Um... It also, the shoulders are more in the style of this dolmail art that we think is probably fan art. It doesn't have, like, the, like, fold-over smooth with the caution triangles. It has this sort of, like, bumped yeah. edge that kind of makes it seem like it would flip open. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also doing the pose in this image that the guy fucking loves, because he I swear that I've seen him do this pose on multiple mobile suits where it's just holding the blade in front of it, like, across like that. Um, Dylan, yeah? I don't... <clears throat> I don't know this guy's work that well. Is this art, like, stretched? Because this is so wide. No, this is just how he draws. Um, uh, the, okay. uh, the Katana guy draws a lot of ridiculous art, like, uh... Uh, this one's probably exaggerated. The thing is, it's hard to, for me to know, because the other art he's done is of, uh... Here, here's another one of his arts, uh... No, actually, you know what? He kind of draws the Striker Custom pretty chunky, too, for it being the uh, Gundam, and for it being based on Katoki art. Uh, yeah. This is another art, I believe, that is by the uh, author, though, like, fancy art um, mm-hmm. of the uh, Striker Custom. Posing uh, in front of Mount Fuji like a fucking loser. Um, the thing is, uh... Fucking, um... What's, what's it? Uh... Uh... The Katana guy, again, he is known for things also like We're Federation Hooligans or like the At Guy Across America thing. He's mostly mm-hmm. a gag writer. Like, sure. like, like he, a funny man uh, who just is a kind of a nerd about Gundam stuff. Um, I mean, he, he has something called Gundam Katana featuring the Striker Custom, which is this fancy custom gym that has the Demon Blade AI system, or as... Uh, GBO2 spells it Demon Blowed, if I remember right. I thought it was uh, De- Demon Blade and GBO2. Oh, is it G- Demon Blade? Okay, I, th- I know I saw a misspelling somewhere that was, like, official that's Demon Blowed, and it made me laugh. Um, but I can't remember where exactly. Um, anyway. Uh, alright, so, the other variant mentioned here on the wiki would be the MS-19E Hawkeye. This, I don't think, is a... I'm curious... It's on MAHQ. Yeah, no, no, no. I, what I, sorry, what I mean to say is this comes from a, uh, design series by Kazuhisa Kondo, uh, which is new MS Sankey. Oh, me I'm going to guess what you're going to say, which is just, this happens to use the MS-19 number, but it's not actually related. Yes. Because this does not because look this anything was, well, like it. Uh, also, uh, n- MS Sankey, okay, so original MS Sankey was from 1984. I'm looking for new MS Sankey. Uh, Kondo. See, he also did a modern reboot of MS Sankey, but I, I want to find... Uh, it's like in the same... It's it, Whatever it is, it's in the same thing that has, uh, like... Hit the Bis Zagok and all that, like the uh, MS 
MSO7 Bis Zagok, or the, uh, I think the, uh, Bis, um, uh, Gog as well. Uh, new MS Battlefield record. Yeah, okay. Uh, 1988 to 1994, so... I don't think this was originally a Dolmel-related suit. I'm going to go mm -hmm. out on a limb and say that. I am going to say that he happened to use MS-19 as a model number. Because, I mean, if you look at this, what he had, what Kondo has done is combine the Isaac with this Saikomi Zaku. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a... It is a what, what the Hawkeye is, the MS-19E, which I guess I'll mention it because we probably won't end up at it in any other way. Is this is an EWAC unit? It is using the high the a head suspiciously similar to Kondo's alternate EWAC Zock, uh, high Zach head from uh, like model graphics, simplified a little bit. Uh, the torso is like a fancy torso, a fancy Xeonic torso. It does have two like tubes going around from the front to the back, though it does have pectorals with vents. Has a little bump on the left side that reminds me of, like, the cameras on the, uh, you know, Mark II. Mm -hmm. uh, has these interesting shoulder designs that have these really large, like, almost blister-looking bumps uh, rather than spikes. As well as a piece of armor that folds down and over the uh, bicep. Uh, we have some classic Kondo things going on with the arms, specifically. Uh, so the arm uh, is... Nicely detailed, uh, with a little, like, open wrist with some cables, and it has the little grabby hands that, uh, Kondo likes to do on his suits, uh, which I always mm -hmm. like. Um, and then the lower half, the body is basically, uh, a version of the Saikomi Zaku's, uh, lower half, the high-mobility Saikomi Zaku, but it kind of doubles it up, because if you look at the thrusters, it's an array of six as you go down, as opposed to four, so it's like... It's like oh, they somehow sure. added an extra section to the uh, thrusters of the, uh, you know, uh, the Saikomi, high mobility Saikomi Zaku. Um, and then it has a backpack that you can't really see here because this is a comic page from the front. Uh, but it has many propellant tanks and little bits sticking out of it, which is also very Kondo. It kind of looks like it has a like a, <clears throat> a barrel type backpack. Like um, the one that occurs to me is the um, flight pack or... No, the that um space pack for the Leo. Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of just yeah, like sideways. Or even cylinder. like uh the Hyakushiki Kai kinda has this going on. Sure, yes. Yeah. Yes. For like a UC example. But yeah. it's a we don't have a very good view of it at all, so that's a lot of conjecture. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think this design is all that related. Uh similarly we have the MS nineteen N Katarl, which is from Outer Gundam, which comes out in nineteen eighty eight. So mm -hmm. this is also not actually related, but I guess we'll talk about it because we're not ever going to really talk about stuff from Outer Gundam all that often, so fuck it. Uh, the Katarl is a m stealth mobile suit from Outer Gundam. Outer Gundam being a weird alternate telling of the of the one-year war featuring uh, some different mobile suits. Um, and it has a completely alternate... This one is designed to be like an actual like alternate history thing. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, uh, the Outer Gundam is like one of those uh, cyber comics stories, if I remember right. Oh, no. Uh, it was actually published in Dengeki Comics. Interesting. Okay. Oh, no. The magazine is Cyber Comics, which is... Um, okay. Yeah, I was right. Never mind. Fuck it. Fuck my correction. Uh, I was right. Anyway. Um, the Katara, though, is a stealth mobile suit. Uh, it is 
kind of weird looking. So the head is, it is a mono eye head uh, that has almost the, like, so it has a really tall antenna on top. It has these like, almost like Mickey Mouse ears going on. Like it's got these two like bumps, like on the outer part of the head. What it kind of does also is it, it makes the head look like a bird head on the top because it's, you know, the, the forehead is like separate and is kind of mm-hmm. pointed at the front. So it almost looks like two really big eyes and like a beak. Um, and then you've got a mono eye below the forehead guard. Uh, not a lot else detail going on with the head. It does have some tubes going into like a mouthpiece. I mean, are, are you looking at the that primary? You should look at the one in the gallery. Uh oh, oh the one the, in the gallery. The forehead right. is really interesting, actually. Well, I think also uh, if I remember right, let me double check. Uh, I believe that gallery art is yes. This is uh for, the artist has a modern pixiv. Uh, the guy who did Outer Gundam. So this is more modern art by him. Well, it's sick. Yeah, no. Uh, I actually I forgot uh that uh that he actually has a, a pixiv account where he has some of his art. Because he didn't really work on much Gundam stuff after, you know, Outer Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, oh my god, hold on. I have to share one of his pieces from uh, Pixiv with us. Uh, please look at this amazing piece, uh, Six. You could just link it in the things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that got a laugh out of me. This is uh, Matilda-san. Uh, destroying a dom with one punch. Yep, and the title of the image is, in fact, just Matilda-san. Um, Listen, some, some people lot, simply are Basically, what is, what his picks of is mostly him drawing random girls. Like, there's lots of Lala art, lots of uh, the girl from Combatler, uh, the girl from Go Lion. Like, lots of classic mecha girls. Um... Is basically what he draws a lot of the time with occasional mecha art. Like he's updated some of his designs from this. Um, uh, he did draw a Garewalk, uh Sorry, I just think this is fun because this is you know like and like someone who did get to work on like a Gundam work at one point. He did draw a fan art of a Garewalk, uh a Garewalking core fighter here, which is really good. This guy seems uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, a lot of his designs, I'll have to remember if we ever go over the Zephyr Gundam, because he actually redrew the Zephyr Gundam on here, too, uh, which is, like, one of the ones from Outer Gundam, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so this better are the Katarl. Okay, so the forehead, instead of just looking like a plain, uh, forehead, uh, we realize has a clear glass that allows you to see, like, a bunch of cameras underneath, which is really cool. I really like that. Yeah, it's um, a good look. Other details I mentioned, basically all the same, though it does have, it does have like a little circle in the mouth. Does it have a beam gun on the mouth? A mouth? Yes, head-mounted mega particle cannon. It's got to be the one in the mouth because it also mentions head-mounted Gatlings, and I'm guessing those are in the big, quote-unquote, like little ears that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving on to the torso. The torso. It's hard to equivalent this to anything in Gundam, because this is a real weird torso. It's kind of like a camphor torso, maybe, is, like, the best comparison I can do. But even then, that's kind of a stretch. Uh, you know what it looks like to me? Uh-huh. It looks like the Doom guy. 
Yeah, because it looks like, well, it, it almost looks like a guy wearing armor, right? Like, because yeah. even like, even like some of the lines going on with the, uh, like sides of the inner torso parts there, like at the bottom, almost like imply like a kind of like cloth feel rather than armor, even though I know it's supposed to be armor. Uh, that makes it look like it's wearing like, yeah, like a big vest or something. Um, uh, okay, you know what it is? That's, because I'm a nightmare person, it's the Doom 3 Doom guy to me. Not the 2016, that's probably whatever you're thinking right, of. Right, right. But the shape um, looks better. Shape looks closer. Yeah, so you do have some very squared collar pieces. Um, and what the, happens is the left and right pectoral area kind of just terminate into like a big rounded... The whole front of the chest is just this big rounded bulbous piece. It still has like three sections, but they're very rounded and they just kind of blend in a bit. Uh, does have like two little like areas on either side of the chest on the front that um, have like a thruster on the front, what it would appear to be. And then those have cables uh, running from like the uh, chest part into the backpack. Um, uh, this then as you move down, uh, you have some side of the torso armor going on. You have like a kind of like a big bump uh, right before it meets the waist. Um, on the very far side. But, yeah, not a lot of other detail going on with the chest. It's mostly just armor. Uh, and it's bulbous. This is the best way I could describe it. It's... I, I do really like his redraw. I do think there are certain details. Like, so, there's that front armor, right? Which is, like, the layered uh, armor plates. Uh -huh. And there's a bit to the side, and it makes it look like there's a fabric pinch. Yeah, yeah, that's... Which makes it look more like there's a guy in here with judging by the art, really a huge dick. Lamau. <laughs> Just like, wow, all right. Impressed. Yeah. Um, I'll mention these cables. Uh, this is like one of those cases where it doesn't really have a distinct backpack necessarily. It's all just kind of part of the torso. So these cables go into the back of the torso, which is just like a very flat piece. Like the back, the quote unquote backpack is basically just like the back of the torso has a thruster on the top and, like, a double thruster on the bottom where it meets the waist. Um, mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. organic looking, uh, too. It's, like, very, like, rounded. It, not very Gundam looking, I'll say that. Um, mm -hmm. Then uh, the arms. We have some very tall arms. Like, the shoulders are just very, like, not quite, like, idiot tall, but they're pretty tall. They, they evoke that a bit. Um, they have like, a little bolty kind of piece on the front of the shoulder, and then you have a little, like, what it would appear to be, like, a latch on the top, and then also on two more latches, like, on the side of the torso on the outer part. I think these are just, uh, reinforcements. Uh, because, um, it doesn't have any weapons that I could map to the shoulders, basically, of these weapons that are labeled here. Um. Though, the upper arm, uh, an interesting thing is... So the upper arm is pretty simple in detail, uh, but uh, on the joint area, we have uh, some cables going from, like, the joint into the shoulder, which is kind of weird. Um, then the lower arm, uh, nothing too crazy. It's pretty simple armor situation, though. On the outer, like, the left and right outer parts of the armor, you do have these, like, little uh, rounded bumps that appear to have a thruster on either side. Or, like, a vent on either side. Uh, then the hands are hands. Um, for the waist, uh, you basically just have, like, almost like a front crotch piece that has two tubes going into the back. Uh, no skirts whatsoever. 
Uh, you know, the, the rear part of the waist is just very flat armor and the front is kind of rounded. Um, then you have the legs. Uh, the legs are just plugged into the waist. Uh, like again, no armor even on the legs here. Um, <clears throat> the thighs appear to be huge, but part of that is the illusion that we have on some suits because this thing doesn't have a skirt. So if you imagine the skirts there, these thighs are probably pretty normal sized. Um, but you know, they look big because no skirt, um, does have like a little circular piece on the outside of the thigh. And then you've just got a line running down the middle, uh, of the front and back. Um, I do like on the more modern art, you can actually like see from the rear what it basically appears to be the latches for the two like segments of armor for the thigh. Mm hmm. Uh, feels very model kit looking actually to these leg shapes going on. Um, when you build a model kit's legs. I don't know. It just, for some reason, it gives me that vibe. Um, see what you mean. Then uh, we have some very integrated flat knee armor in between, like, uh, in front of the joint. And then the back of the joint looks to be actually covered for once. Um, just given the way it has, like, this layering. Though it um, looks like it has panels that could maybe open up on the back for thrust. Yeah. Uh, the calves are pretty simple overall. Uh, just below the knee, you have these two little tick marks. You have like a little circular piece on the si on the inner and outer parts of it, uh, like where the joint is, you know, to kind of illustrate where the leg is bending. Um, you've got yeah the little square hatch on the back of the the uh, leg. You've got these really tall integrated like front armor don't even want to call it ankle armor or anything or even an instep guard because it doesn't really cover the foot it's just like a big separate trapezoidal piece of armor on the front um then you got some kind of weird feet uh they just mm -hmm. have like a square plate you have some black but you can't really see the foot and then you've got the uh soles of the feet which are kind of like interestingly shaped kind of flat uh the front of these have like two toes sticking out of it and then the rear actually has like a heel sticking out like the it's just... thinness and silhouette is very close to an actual human foot in a way that's kind of weird yeah which i mean that's kind of the running theme with this design sure um it's just kind of weird looking uh and then you have two back binders uh that uh you obviously don't see from the back but you do see them from the front and he does conveniently have illustrations of the front and back of these binders if you look on the in the middle of the art uh below the you know the side view of the head uh and these binders are kind of like rickdius like almost uh in design uh even like both where they attach to the backpack and just in shape they're very rickdiusy only real difference is they have like these two little um wings at the very bottom of them um you got some outer thrusters and then at the top you have uh Maybe this is where the bits come out. It does... Well, it says binder bit, so I wonder if this whole binder can... Like, is a bit. Mm. Given that they are yeah, called... I mean, it's binder yeah. bit times two, so... And, like, this is an alternate timeline, but it's still, like, the tech is still fairly restrained from what I'm seeing of, of outer Gundam designs, so... Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we don't really have art of some of the other weapons, because the other weapons mentioned... So, we mentioned the head stuff. Um... It also has a three-barrel beam gun and a beam saber. Uh, neither of these really show up in this art. Um, I'm presuming the three-barrel beam gun is a handheld weapon, uh, and obviously the beam saber is a handheld weapon. I just don't know. We just don't know what these look like. Uh, and good luck finding art from Outer Gundam. Uh, 
This guy's also a tall boy. Uh, it mentions that it's 23 meters, though. I guess it says overall height. I guess we don't know if that's including the binders. So if we're including the binders, it's actually pretty normal sized because uh, the binders, you know, go up re relatively high. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, kind of a weird design. Um, you know, we don't talk about a lot of the these designs unless they get requested. Like technically speaking, the D Gundam uh, double fake, I believe, was also cyber comics. Uh, but Double Fake's, like, the most famous of the cyber comics things. Uh, this is when we start... Uh, Outer Gundam is when we're starting to get, like, pretty obscure, I think. Um, Check out this... Uh, here's, a, here's a panel for you. Oh, let's see. Here's it shooting the mouth beam gun. Oh. That's pretty And then fun. dying. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, wait. I was gonna say, it just got stabbed. Uh-huh. Um... Well, actually, it doesn't because oh, no. you're reading it the other way. So yeah. that is the beam. That is the the beam hitting the Gundam. Yeah, sorry. And was... then the stab is about to come down. Yeah, it's about to be stabbed. Sorry, that is my bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I, li I like that all the detail on that beam saber there. Mm -hmm. Also, like especially because it's got like, I I actually really like the paneling going on here. I'll admit, I think this artist uh, did better in traditional than digital, but this is very common of a lot of uh, 80s uh, manga artists and anime artists and whatnot, is I tend to think their traditional art looks better. Uh, I really love this beam saber because, like, he draws, like, the the middle shot, like, coming out of the beam saber, you have, like, you know, the middle of the saber, and you've got, like, this kind of, like, gray shading to imply, like, the actual beam saber, like, the, the thickest part of it. And then on the outer, he's just, like, because it's against a backdrop of space, you just have all these, like, white, like, you know, dashes coming out. Uh, and so it just, it just looks cool. It just looks really cool. I like the it way makes it look cool, more like a lightsaber, I think. It, it almost looks like a lightsaber emitter. in that way, yeah, which is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it just looks, it looks really good as a manga, especially like with, when you have like the background panels of space there, mm -hmm. um, it, 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 doing that, like, kind of like shine around the, uh, beam saber looks really good. I think there's also a great picture of it in an unlit hanger here. I, I like the beam, uh, when it's charging going zoo zoo <laughs> also for the little, uh, effect. Oh, yo, that's cool looking. Uh-huh. Uh, we also know it's a stealth mobile suit, and I want to know what that means, because, uh, we know it's a stealth mobile suit, I don't know what that means, though. It just, it has a stealth mode. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I guess we'll it goes invisible, maybe, to... or something. Yeah. We'll have to read out our gunner to figure it out. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, uh, again, you found some panels, uh, I don't think we're gonna ever find the complete pages, unfortunately. I don't, I don't think the complete pages exist online. I mean, well, maybe if I dug hard enough, but also, you know, there are other things I would rather find first. Um, apparently in the sequel, Rion, there's an organization called FAMAS, which is just a, that's the name of a gun. Uh, yeah, Gundam, Gundam Rion, uh, has, uh, weird ones also. I love when I look up Gundam Rion also, uh, it corrects to iron for iron-blooded orphans, and it's, I, I can't even tell Google to search for Rion, so hold on, I have to put quotations around it. There we go. Gundam Rion. Uh, the character art for Rion is a lot, by the way, that cover is... <laughs> there are some proportions happening here. Yeah. 
Um, and that lady has a ketchup stain on her jacket. Yeah. Um. Cool mechanical artwork, though. It's very weird and unique. Very of its time. Um. Also, lots of, like, cameos of later mobile suits going on here in this alternate telling. Like, you have the Quinn Mantha down there, and then you have, like, the, uh, new Gundam double fin funnel type. Uh. Well, maybe I'll throw a grab bag for, like, some of these other designs at some point. We have gone far from, uh, the Dolmel at this point, but hey, we got to an hour, so that works. Because if we only talked about the Dolmel and actual Dolmel-related suits, uh, this would have been... 20 minutes shorter. Um, but yeah. Uh, Dolmel, fun request. Uh, what a shocking thing to add to GBO2. Um, but but I'm glad they did. I think it's cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know. Uh, Alright. Uh, that's basically it, though. Yeah, Six, where can people find you on the internet and your work? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sixdetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. That's where, like TVGG, you could send in a request and and possibly we'll roll and talk about whatever you're requesting on the show. You can also send in questions or comments. Good questions we'll read on the podcast and talk about. You can find the rest of my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. I do a lot of podcasts and I would appreciate your support. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter and co-host. I have not been posting very much one because my job started again and two uh my computer time has been unfortunately eaten up by the pc version of gundam battle operation 2 um because for all i shit talk gotcha games uh i do really love the gameplay of gbo2 and there's nothing like it unfortunately there really isn't it would be so nice if someone who was better at designing and coding a game yeah also gave a try at this yeah, well, I will say, after enough emergency fucking maintenances, uh, it I have gotten in over 100 matches in probably the past three days, and it has been pretty good. I am not going to try until I, I've decided the time has come. I just need to buy a ridiculously long Cat 5e, and uh, my yes, roommates yeah, at home no, you're not gonna run the cable. You're not going to want to play this on Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. I, this still has a wonky matchmaking, and I think it's still running off the PS2 thing of, Oh, we've detected you're on wireless. We will only sort you with other wireless players. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the PC release is a little behind. Uh, I made the wise decision of starting to play a little later than my friends, so I already have a platinum medal this month. I've never gotten a platinum medal, no matter how much I've played on console. Uh, but they've given away so much free shit that uh, because I started on June first, uh, I I immediately was a silver medal, and then um. You know, got a few more on, like, you know, they're giving away, they have it so right now you get triple uh, tokens for the dailies, so you get three tokens, so you get nine mm-hmm. per day. Um, so that's nice, so you get nine tokens per day, they already give you a shit ton, an, an absolute metric fuck ton of tokens anyway, just because, you know, first week, and they kind of need people to pad out their rosters, because, I mean, they, they've started the, the game, it is only... One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's about nine weeks behind the console one, which is actually not as much as you would think. Um, hmm. Well, like, because, like, the the banner the PC version started with, with was the Atlas Gundam. 
Uh, and this week, and now it's going to be the Psycho Gundam Mark II. Uh, I'm pretty sure because it's going to run in order. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, excited though. Cause that means I can, uh, that means I'll be able to roll on the Dolmel banner on PC in, uh, since, since it's going to swap tonight to the Psycho Mark II, it's going to be one, two, three, four, roughly five weeks until the Dolmel, uh, is mm -hmm. out for PC. Um, yeah, uh, you know, starting back from D minus has been funny. Uh, players don't know a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah. Uh, true. Uh, let me tell you, uh, playing with a group. That's the other thing that the PC version has over PS4, because on PS4, if you, we queued as a group, unless it was only two people, it would never find matches with like three or more people. We had such a hard time. And we can, we've actually had, like, even full team queues um, match into people. It also seems like they did modify the group queue so that rather than always going for an exact number, sometimes, like, if we're in a team of five, it'll only grab a team of four and then just grab one extra for them. I haven't hmm. noticed that. But, you know... At least we can actually find matches. And the game is much more fun when you know everyone involved. Because right now, the NA player base who are all... Mo well, I guess actually the worldwide player base... Because this game, I guess... I, I think, this, yeah, the Steam version got released worldwide, basically. Uh, does not know a lot right now. And if I end up in an ace match with strangers ever again, I will lose my mind. Uh, I, I love getting ace and then having people snipe every single kill from me underneath and then we lose and then they make passive aggressive comments like the ace will handle this or whatever in the uh, chat and I'm like you motherfuckers you stole all of my kills you were supposed to feed those to me that's how ace match works. Yeah, no, the, you, you play a good ace match, and what's happening is you're, you're getting everyone to, like, 5% HP and then just turning your back on them. Well, like, here's the thing. The ace. ace match is not a great match type anyway, I think, but sometimes no. it's what you have to play because it's what's available. Um, now, I had to ha I have had some good matches. Uh, it's very... I, again, I also want to ring up because I feel sometimes a little rude because it, it, it is sometimes basically pub stomping. Uh, like... Let, let me let me share some scoreboards that we've had while playing. Um, so probably the funniest match we've ever had was this uh, quick match. And like I said, we're mostly playing quick match also because we're waiting for all of our friend group to end up in here. Because we don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, if we promote too much, we won't be able to properly play. Uh, check out uh, a quick match we had where the enemy's team literally scored zero points. Oh, this was uh, this one was actually a mix-up game too. That's why we were able to end it so quickly. Uh, mix-up being the weird uh, special match type on weekends that they sometimes do. Where uh, how did that person get negative seven hundred and seventy-five uh, points? Because in this mode, uh, have you ever played mix-up? No. Uh, mix-up is a mode where instead of having you can pick any cost of suit, and you have a team gauge, kind of like extreme versus or something. I see. Uh, so the negative means that they were killed and did not score any kills. So they only subtracted a uh, score from their team rather than uh, contributing. And yet, Dylan? Yeah? They beat their rival. Uh, yeah, well, that uh, ironically, <laughs> that rival is not part of... 
uh, not part of my uh, pre-made, which is, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know what, though? I think that they beat that rival solely because uh, I don't think either person won that. I think both the rival and the other one did so bad that maybe it was just like a pursuit prevention or something is what did it with uh, uh-huh. that Alex named Master Debater. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, um, I, one good ace match that I had, uh, uh, where's the one? I had one where I was playing as the Gaplant that went real good. Ah, here we are. Um, don't always post these on Twitter because my brain goes, oh, I, I don't know. I, I feel comfortable posting console and for whatever reason on PC, I'm like, oh, you know, what if I give away someone's username? Um... But we we annihilated this enemy team, and I always feel good when I have top diversion, top damage dealt, top assist score, and top individual score. It's hard for me not to be happy about that, so mm-hmm. of course I'm going to take pictures. I've been having a lot of fun playing the game again, though, I will say. Even though uh, I am missing many of my favorite suits, I've gotten suits, though, that I don't own on console, like... Uh, the Giradoga EH uh, from uh, Narrative, or Girazulu, sorry, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've learned is I really like melee fighters with heavy attack. Uh, oh, also, uh, because all the costs have been really low, uh, that's another thing that you might like when you start playing. They seem to have made it so the matchmaking actually favors low cost instead of high cost, mostly because of uh, probably the assumption that a lot of players will not have high cost suits. Yeah, I don't know if matchmaking will have favored it. I think the players will have favored it, unless it benefits matchmaking. Well, well, they've not had a single like 700 match. Or oh, I see what you mean. Like they huh. like as like in the rotation. Um like huh. okay. Yeah, like we've gotten to play I I've gotten to play some sometimes on them, uh, but it, it seems to favor like 400s through 550 uh is like the uh, most average range. But you can see here I had to do some space matches, so I was playing the gacha and let me tell you that suit's a fun suit. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I really like GBO2. For all that you may go on Steam and notice it has some mostly negative reviews right now. Uh, it is because the game did launch in a state that is, from what I know, bizarre. Because everyone who played the beta was like, yeah, the second beta actually worked really good. So we don't know what happened. But the, they broke the networking for like two days. And mm-hmm. they did f- mostly fix it now. Some people are still having problems. And obviously, one of the problems with it being like negative reviews on Steam is... I don't think people are going to go back and necessarily revise their review after they left a negative review after the bad launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say give it a shot. Uh, I think it's a fun game. And they're also giving away like, you know, 10 mobile suits every, you know, for the every week until uh, they, you know, they, they finally stop giving free shit to the new players and all that. Um, I, I like the free shit they're giving away better than the US launch where... Hey, Six, do you remember when they launched GBO2 in uh, the U.S., and so they did a poll on what mobile suits you would want to get for free, and let me tell you, the NA Gundam community made me really angry that day, too, because... I wasn't paying attention at the time. Ah, well, they gave away such free suits as, I believe, the Easy 8 Weapon Rack, you know, a suit that everyone will have a hard time getting, or the Zamel. Uh, and I can't even be mad at Bamco about it because, again, it was a vote-based poll. You could have voted anything. And what the NA players voted for was all really easy to shit, get, easy to get shit. Um, which is very frustrating. Uh, was very frustrating. Of course, this is a grudge from fucking two years ago now, but I remember! 
anyway, long ramble about GBO2 at the end here, but look. The Dolmel is something I associate with GBO2 now because, to be fair, it just came out a couple weeks ago in console GBO2 and, you know, it was like, whoa, damn, what a weird thing to come out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. With that, Six, have you found an alternate line? Oh yeah, no. I'm in fact I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, pronounce the ellipsis correctly on this. Okay. Okay. I was underrating you, you know, until now. I thought I was strong. You were the strongest pilot. Now imagine her saying this to Akahana because you cleared the campaign as the <laughs> I mean, listen, that's just true. Peace. Peace.